Today we are going to talk about how your body fat affects how medication works for you or against you. Hello friends, welcome to Limbic Podcast. Listen to this. Your brain and body comes equipped with their own healing machines. My name is Umu Benjamin and I am a holistic integrative and nutritional psychiatry nurse practitioner. With over 21 years of medical nursing experience and a mind and body preventive health coach. Imagine waiting for days watching for a loved one to have their breathing tube removed. And this is a breathing tube that's normally placed in their mouth or their nose into their lungs to help them with what's considered or called mechanical assisted breathing. In other words, they are so sick that machines have to breathe for them. Consciously, you are hoping and planning that the breathing tube gets to be removed and you have been counting the days and the hours and the minute hoping for their speedy recovery to get the breathing tube removed. Part of the tube being removed is a series of testings that assess if the individual can breathe without full assistance of the machine. Many times you get to walk away feeling disappointed, hopeless, sad, starting to experience what feels like panic and dread and anticipatory grief because that trial to assess if your loved one was ready to get their breathing tube removed was met with what's considered failure. Failure in terms of during the trial, they were unable to truly control what was their breathing. Now imagine another situation where your loved one did indeed pass that breathing trial and the breathing machine was removed. Soon after it was removed, the doctors and nurses have to re-emergently replace or reinsert the breathing tube because your loved one's vital signs of survival starts to decline. Or imagine just having to follow your provider's instructions on what is your medication to be started and you have done everything you needed to do, which is taking your medication and following instructions only to find out the medication is producing profound side effects and it's unable to treat the condition that you are seeking treatment for 
and you just can now understand the reason why. Now for the breeding example or scenario, many patients may fail to have their breeding tubes removed due to many different factors. Some of the factors can be the lungs are injured and it needs more time to heal. Some of the factors may be there's more fluids within the lungs that needs to be evaporated or metabolized out of the lungs so proper oxygenation can be exchanged. Part of the reason may be the care your loved ones may actually not be alert enough to support their airway safely if the breathing tubes get removed there's so many different reasons however one of the factors that is not discussed as a contributing factor to what may be additional side effects for a lot of the medications that we commonly use that can predispose us to medication side effects and potentially death is obesity or increased abnormal body fat. We as a society use a lot of medications that are lipid or fat loving medications. Lipid or fat loving medications often find storage within the fat tissues and the fat cells will have to burn or metabolize to excrete the medication out of the systems. For example, one of the sedative medication that we use in critical care or emergency to help a patient sleep so the breathing tube can be comfortable so their systems can shut down and heal is a fat loving medication. So what's considered fat in medical terminology is called adipose, adipose tissue. The fat tissue absorb more of the drug. So it produces a situation where your loved one may require huge volumes and doses of such medication to induce a steady state of sleep. And that's because majority of the medication hides in the adipose of fat tissues and a small amount is readily available in the bloodstream to induce the effect of sedation or sleep. So the loved one would indeed be comfortable and sleeping. However, there's a huge concentration that's hiding inside the cells. The adipose tissue and the fat tissue holds on to the drug while your loved one is sleeping. During sleep, your metabolic demand is minimal. And if you are being mechanically ventilated or having a supported ventilation, it means your heart function, your brain function, your lungs functions is being supported by the breathing machine. 
You are in a state of rest and sleep while your body heals. The conundrum this creates is a situation where it becomes impossible to determine what is the total amount of blood levels of this medication because the adipose tissue is holding on to a lot of it. So while a breathing trial is gonna follow having a blood oxygenation test done and a ventilation test done, the machine is still giving you some aspect of passive and active support to control your metabolic demand. And breathing tests or self-assessment tests for breathing intolerance for you to breathe on your own is done before the tube is removed. But during those times, your body is not expending excessive energy. Once the breathing tube gets to be removed, your body now increases what is that metabolic demand. And part of metabolic demand is your body has to go in and burn glucose and carbohydrates and fats and proteins to produce energy to keep your body and brain working. When this gets to happen after the breathing tube is removed, most patients in the ICU will have their glucose and their carbohydrates well controlled, which means you would now have excess carbohydrates or glucose for your body to burn before it wants to turn to fats or protein. So once the breathing tube does get removed, your body speeds through any excess carbohydrate and glucose that needs to burn off, which it presses faster. It turns to burn protein, but before it can burn protein, which takes a lot more energy, it goes to burn fats. The danger gets to now be, as it burns the fats, the sedative sleeping medication that was meant to keep your loved one sleeping is now released into the bloodstream. As the medication releases into the bloodstreams, it produces a new level of re-exposure of that medication into your body and your brain, producing a decrease in what is your normal response to want to sleep and be sedated or have a decrease in what is your breathing. And many times, these medications without an introduction of an artificial breathing or mechanical ventilation will slow your brain and slow your breathing and slow your heart rate. And this can be where the individual will experience cardiovascular shutdown, respiratory shutdown, lead, leading to the fact that the breathing tube needs to be reinserted. The aspect of just what I explained, which is the body tends to burn fat during times of crises or term or times of emergency or sickness and illness can be seen in acute illness 
that leads to you having a prolonged high fever, prolonged GI distress, a bad flu or COVID at home. As you start to burn fat, this increases your energy and metabolic demand. And for individuals who are on fat-loving medication, it means these medications and what is their effect gets to be reintroduced into your body. So we observed during COVID that there were a lot of COVID-related deaths and it was more higher in patients that were obese with elevated body fat. Many of them who were intubated and seriously ill. This has been the experience of many families and loved ones who would have had their family member in the critical care unit severely sick and suffer complications. And there are many variables as to why you may experience a negative health outcomes, whether inpatient or outpatient. However, elevated body fats, which can be found around the stomach, the liver, and just your viscerals and under your skin in general has a negative adverse effect on medications that are fat loving. We do have a lot of documentation within the medical literature that shows the impact and the effect of medication therapy on individuals with high levels of adipose or body fat. Unfortunately, supporting the safety of this population has been challenging within the medical community. Many of the medications that are lipid or fat loving are highly, highly beneficial and effective for the general population in supporting surgery, sedation, and general wellness. You would not want to be with a breathing tube without a medication that puts you to sleep. It's uncomfortable. It's suffocating. It's torturous. However, our general population is becoming metabolically sick. And according to the CDC, which is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, 42% of the general population, including children, are obese. The problem is that fatty tissue impacts a lot of the medication, and we use a lot of this medication inside and outside of the hospital settings. And the effect of the fatty tissue goes to how the medication gets to be absorbed, how it gets to be distributed within your system, how and when and if it gets excreted, and what will be the bioavailability of the medication to assert its positive or potentially negative effect on you. Obesity is a well-known factor within healthcare and medicine as a high mortality health determinant that impacts millions of us. However, discussion around the, pot uh, the potential what will be chronic delay in medication onset, the response, the lack of response, the absorption, distribution, 
the metabolism of this medication excretion out of your body as a factor is greatly affected by our body fats or obesity. The increased chances that the medication will be ineffective leading to toxicity or potentially increasing what is the release of the medication into your bloodstream under high stress or the medication may increase weight gain or decrease in weight gain may, act, may actually have the medication have an opposite reaction or produce irregularity is a concern and it should be of concern. Our bodies and cells that are responsible for metabolic and chemical byproduct and waste is mainly our kidneys and our livers. However, our lungs and our intestines and our skins are all part of this metabolic and chemical reaction and change and waste system, which tells you what affects one system is gonna affect all systems. And nutrition in general plays a critical aspect into these metabolic or what we call pharmacokinetic mechanism within your body. Part of how your medication is gonna work is gonna be mostly determined also by the quality of your body fat and the proteins within a healthy dietary intake. Obesity changes what is the normal systemic function in the body. Obesity alters the body's lipid and fat content it alters the blood proteins, it alters the drug metabolism and the enzymes responsible for metabolizing these medications. It also alters what is the drug transporters and the proper blood flow. It's going to affect what will be how the medication is used within your system. It also becomes dangerous because what happens after a research study has produced a specific medication that is of good benefit to the general population, that research produces a label and a patent that shows what will be the potential side effects given the condition that is more controlled during the research. But due to changes within the body's adipose tissue, this gets to now have you experiencing an aberrant effect, an altered effect, an abnormal effect that is one that is unique to you because what may be the normal findings during the research is now a little bit more skewed and aberrant because the change in your body and how it utilizes the medication. Many medications are lipid loving. Most psychiatry medication are lipid loving or what we call lipophilic. And these medication will work when you have proper amount of body fats and protein bounded to increase their effectiveness. Most individuals with a normal body fat will have about 80% lean protein weight and 20% fat weight. An individual struggling with obesity or increased body fat will have 40% or less protein weight 
and about 60% or more fat weight. And individuals with low protein and low fat and decreased global fat found in situations such as or conditions such as malnutrition, anorexia, excessive protein or excessive low protein intake, muscle wasting and aging, would generally experience toxicity in fat-loving drugs due to the increase in what will be the free drugs circulating their bloodstreams. Decreased fat means there's a high level of the drugs in your systems because they're not being hidden by the adipose of fat tissue. In contrast, people with higher fatty content of high fat to lean muscle mass ratio in general will have a, a, a aberrant or erratic availability of the drugs in their system. The medication will tend to hide in the fats and every time you burn a little bit more fat tissue, you will have an exposure to a release of some of these meds that are still hidden within your system, which will cause abnormality to what will be the therapeutic effect of the medication. For example, one of the standard antidepressant that's currently used, which is an SSRI, Voltioxetine is a lipophilic or fat-loving serotonin reuptake inhibitor. The medication normally has a washout period out of the normal individual's body for an average of 2.2 days. However, this washout is prolonged in a healthy obese individual up to 3.3 days. As such, you can conclude that voltioxetine may not be a suitable drug for a person who's anorexic or malnourished because it will have an increased drug level in their system producing toxicity and adverse side effects. The phenom this phenomenon actually exists for over thousands plus of medication outside of psychiatry that are lipophilic or fat-loving drugs. It means the drug will be effective, less effective, have side effects, adverse effects based on the total adipose of fat tissue within your body. So here are some safety tips to review when starting any medication, especially lipid-loving or fat-loving medication. Monitor your weight gain or weight loss. Increasing nutrition of specific micronutrients or elimination of food groups would impact how your medication works. So have this information readily available to share with your prescribing provider. Educate yourself about the mechanism of action of your medication and the potential side effects. Keep in mind, side effect is any concern that was not present upon the initiation of the medication, that's side effect. Many times individuals will read the labels or read the side effect waiting for a classic textbook side effect and it does not show up as classic because your adipose tissue or lack of adipose tissue has now altered what would be that basic 
average side effect on the average body. So understanding this helps you understand the potential risk and benefits and allows you to have an informed decision around your treatment. Emphasize the importance of medication adherence, which is do you consistently follow the routines and schedule of the medication, which means keeping the drug level at a steady state as prescribed by your provider. Fat-loving and lipophilic drugs often have a longer time to stay in your body before it clears out at 50%. And many times, because of this, it leads to toxicity, and because of this, it may require less frequent dosing. However, maintaining consistency will prevent adverse effects and support the best possible outcome for you that's more safe. Some of the lipid-loving or fat-loving medication needs regular monitoring. And regular monitoring may be in the form of having blood levels checked, but also may be in a form of you checking in with your provider and prescriber because they would have a better more insight into potential toxicity side effects. Lipid-loving drugs can have a potential for drug-drug interactions. Lipid-loving drugs are metabolized by your liver and they may need to be assessed with other drugs that are metabolized by your liver because this can lead to an accumulative increase in side effects or risk. But also think about the increase in metabolic demand for your liver to process that much medication through its system to help maintain your level of health. Report adverse side effects. Just like side effects in general, adverse side effects are ones that are more critical and more severe in nature. And these would be any aspect of new occurrence or unexplained concern that is producing a high level of impending doom or stress or high level of concern to your prescribing provider. As with any aspect of life changes in health and management wellness start with a small dose. Lipophilic or drug drugs or fat loving drugs accumulate in the fatty tissues, which means they may take time to show what will be a response and they may take time to show what may be a toxicity. So Having to increase the dose rapidly will subject you to potentially having increased levels and side effects versus going slowly to allow your body to get to adjust and tolerate what is the medication will prevent you from what would be toxicity or adverse effects. Always follow your prescribing provider's recommendation in this aspect. Take the medication with food. There are certain medications that needs to be taken without food. 
However, lipophilic and fat-loving drugs are often absorbed better when taken with a healthy dose of a healthy fatty meal with good proteins. Part of the reason is it decreases what will be the potential GI side effects and ensure the medication is adequately absorbed. If you are experiencing high levels of stress, which can lead to brain inflammation, you should seek early preventive health coaching or treatment as this can prevent brain remodeling and inflammation due to chronic stress. If you know of an individual with high stress or mental wellness or mind and body struggles, share this podcast with them. This may motivate them to seek early help to prevent brain inflammation associated with the lack of treatment. Feel free to visit us at limbic.live or join our limbic community on Facebook. And also, I value and appreciate your feedback and comments. Thank you for listening.